This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. We are now about to switch gears to a different but somewhat related topic. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Okay, so we've been talking about the difficulty of getting access to a family doctor. Fortunately, there is a growing list of things your pharmacist can help you with. Do you take more than three medications? Uh, That's pretty standard for people with chronic conditions like diabetes. You may not be aware of a special program for these patients and also for those who live in long-term care facilities or those who aren't physically able to get to their pharmacy. And uh, here to tell us how to qualify for a program called MedsCheck, which is free with your OHIP card, we have our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, Jaspreet Dollywall. Now, before we get to Jaspreet, I want to give the numbers out again. Uh, we do want to hear from you. If you take three or more medications, please give us a shout. And um, we want to hear about your experience of managing that. And of course, Jaspreet is here to answer all your questions, uh, whether it's on today's topic or not. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free one 740 Jaspreet, welcome and thanks Thank for you. joining Thank us. Thank you for having me. Okay, so what can you tell us about um, MedsCheck? You know, Honestly, I I knew about it, but I didn't know exactly how to qualify. Uh, Yeah. So, okay. So I want to just step back for a second and say that um, tying into the topic that you had before, and um, there is a lot more stuff that pharmacists can do that they're getting reimbursed for, but it's always been the case that pharmacists can do a lot of stuff to help patients out. And MedsCheck is just one form of it. Um, They're... If, even if you're not on three or more medications, you can still ask your pharmacist if they would mind going through a review with you. Like it's it's um, it's part of our standard of care. What happens with oh, the ODB Meds Check program is that anybody in Ontario who's taking three or more medications or has diabetes um, or is in a long-term care home is can be provided with these medication reviews where the pharmacist sits down with you for 20 to 30 minutes and uh, it's all standardized standardized forms that we go through with the patient to identify drug-related problems. And the truth of the matter is, interestingly enough, that we always capture at least two problems every time we're doing medication review. We then provide the patients with a list of all their medications that um, they can take to the physicians. Um, We also provide a copy to their doctors, but they can take it to specialists or hospitals. And sometimes even the hospitals will tell the patients to actually go get a medication meds check done at the pharmacy first and then come to surgery or whatever. So that's quite commonplace now. So a lot of physicians and hospitals know about this program. 
Um, there's other opportunities that you can get a meds check. So this, the we call it an annual meds check. So once a year, you kind of, you know, uh, every year the pharmacist will go through your medications, any OTC medications you're taking. So that's over, over the, the counter. counter. Yes, yeah, sorry, over the counter. Any natural supplements you might be taking and documents all that because those things do have effects on the body and side effects um, that we need to consider, right? Like, a, so commonly, like something like St. John's wort, people will take and never tell anybody, but it has so many drug interactions, so many uh, side effects associated with and it. And remind us, what do they take that for? Uh, depression or anxiety, yeah. So, but it's so it's commonplace to find somebody on St. John's Wort, um, and you'll, you'll there will be a lot of interactions associated with it. So. Um, yeah, so we'll go through side effects. We'll also develop a care plan for them. So, you know, going forward, this is what we would like to do with you. If it's either blood pressure is out of control, then okay, maybe do this, monitor it more frequently, try doing this, and then we'll check in with them to see how they're doing. Um, there's other things that, so that's the annual meds check, but there's also opportunities for follow-up meds checks. So if if the pharmacist feels like the patient needs another meds check because they have compliance issues, like they're just not taking their medications properly, or there's been changes to their profile where it makes sense for them to have a different medication list, then the pharmacist can do that. Also, doctors can request it, nurses can request it, at, uh, like nurse practitioners can request it, and if you've been discharged from the hospital, you can do another follow-up meds check. Um, you know, uh, this is something that we've been talking about often and all the time and that's it's it's the de-prescribing so the reality is that a lot of people have some kind of issue and they go to the doctor and they get a drug and they end up on this drug indefinitely some of those drugs are actually dangerous especially as you end up taking more medications and you're getting older Uh, the class called Benzodiazepines, yeah. they contribute to falls, confusion, all of that. And um, it can be difficult because, you know, a, a lot of our callers actually here, you know, have called in and said, you know, I've been on this drug for so long, I'm afraid oh, really? to okay. go off it. Okay, well, the good news is that there has been a lot of research and work done in deprescribing medications. And actually, benzos, uh, benzodiazepines happen, happen to be one of the categories that we would work on. Um, there, as you get older, we also have, um, we have, in terms of geriatric medicine and geriatric uh, therapies and stuff, there's a lot of things that will happen with your organs and whatnot, where your doses will need to be changed, where all, like, there's, and we have, pharmacists have complete references on these things. So it's just a matter of, you know, sitting down with the pharmacist, having that discussion and having them go through your profile and identify, you know, whether or not you still need to be on the medication. So there's algorithms for, there's another uh, group of medications, they're called proton pump inhibitors, they're for your stomach. And they're very commonly used. Um, People don't need to be on it long term, but people will just take it forever because nobody takes them off of it. So there's complete algorithms for that as well. And the pharmacist can definitely do that for them. Uh, Let me ask you this. So uh, I go to my pharmacist and the pharmacist says, you know, this drug, you don't need to be on this drug anymore. Does the pharmacist take you off it or do you have to, you know, refer it back to your doctor? Yeah. So what we always do is make sure that 
doctors a part of the picture. So it's complete, uh, you know, with the patient, doctor, pharmacist, all of that. So the patient has to agree. We have to provide the recommendation to the physician, and then the physician has to agree. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, the interesting thing is, and it's really good, is that when we do provide recommendations, so we have another uh, program that's called the Pharmaceutical Opinion Program, which is where pharmacists can provide recommendations to physicians about either about changing the medication, um, other other clinical. Um, options for the patient. And what we're finding is that most of the time doctors do listen to our recommendations and the medication gets changed, which is really good news. That's, yeah, that yeah. is really good news. Yes, yeah. uh, so uh, again, people, if you're on three or more medications or if you are managing diabetes, yeah. uh, I'd really like to hear from you uh, to let us know how things are working out. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. I'm here with our trusted contributor, Jaspreet Dollywall from the Ontario Pharmacists Association and of course, she will be happy to answer all and any of your other pharmaceutical questions. Right now, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. Now, Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Welcome back. I'm here with our trusted contributor, Jaspreet Dhaliwal. We are talking about meds check for people who are on three or more meds or for people with diabetes, uh, among other things that we're talking about today. We're going to go right to the phones. We've got John in the beaches. Hi, John. Hi. You're on the air. Please go ahead. Okay. Yes. Hello. Uh, I'm number two diabetic. I've been that for 15 years. I'm currently on eight medications. Not all of them are for diabetic, but okay. I think about five of them are for diabetic. I went to a, my doctor. He sent me to a specialist to get me off some of the medication. The only medication that he took me off of was uh, for the prostate, okay. Okay. So because it stopped working. Okay. Uh, I, I don't take that anymore, but I still have the prostate problem. I've had two heart operations, one bypass, one valve replacement. Oh I'm falling apart at the seams, but I'd like to get, try and get off of some of this medication. Uh, I don't know if my pharmacist can do it, or uh, I have to rely on the, doc- the doctor. Well, I mean, you can. D- have you had a, a meds check previously with a pharmacist? Uh, have you sat down? It would be like you would be sitting down for 20 to 30 minutes going over your medications. Have you ever had that no. with your pharmacist? No, he, he referred me to the doctor, and the doctor referred me to another specialist. And the only one he found, I said it was making me dizzy and lightheaded, okay. was the Tamulicin for um, the, the prostate that stopped working anyway since I started drinking coffee. So I stopped it, and he says, you're pretty smart. I said, no, I'm not smart. I stopped it because it stopped working. Okay. So so I'm still stuck with the problem of I got, uh, you know, one, two, three, four or five medications just for diabetes. Yep. So I, I can provide some context. I would strongly encourage you to go to your pharmacist and ask for a complete medication review um, as well because... Um, 
I mean, the, the, we are the drug experts, truthfully. Um, phar- physicians will know what medications their patients uh, like and which patients are wo- which medications are working in their patients. But everybody's so different that yeah. really having that medication expert, having that pharmacist look at your profile uh, would really, really make a difference. The other thing is that I, I don't want you to be too concerned about being on eight different medications or five different medications for diabetes. Sometimes we get caught up in that number. But I'll give you an example. So when we're treating things like diabetes or hypertension, what we actually do is rather than increasing the side effects of one medication, so if you were like, let's just say for hypertension, if we were to increase the dose of a particular medication, you would have more side effects associated with it. So rather than doing that, we just add on therapy. So we add on a different medication that might work in a slightly different way, um, which might, which could help, uh, with the condition as well. So that's the school of thought. And usually with diabetes care, there are very um, strict kind of algorithms that we kind of follow. There's first line, second line, third line therapy. And there's certainly enough classes of of medications related to diabetes that I could see that you would be on uh, five medications. I can see that. But then again, like if you're you're still not controlling the diabetes, like if your sugars aren't under control or uh, you're getting symptoms or whatnot, then definitely speak to your pharmacist to see how you can optimize that drug therapy. Yeah, and remember it's covered by OHIP, John. So so you just have to make the appointment. Exactly. Okay, I have a good pharmacist. He's close by. Yes. Uh, very good, very helpful. Uh, I'm, I, I asked him to uh, find another medication for me because the, the, the specialist took me off the temulosin for the, the prostate for something else that would help. And he said, well, I'll get back to you, which he's pretty busy, so he hasn't got back to me. So in the meantime, I'm going to call him and ask him if he's found something that can replace that. Well, make an appointment yeah, for a yeah, meds check. check. Yeah, 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 and he'll go over the whole thing. John, thanks okay. for your call. Yeah, okay, thanks very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, let's go to Diane in Collingwood. Hello, Diane. Hello. Um, yes, uh, I've, uh, my husband t- uh, has been taking numerous medications. I see eight bottles here over the last year for two different problems. And um, when, when sometimes when we look at them and we think, what was this one prescribed for? Or what was that one prescribed for? It's very confusing. You have to go back and look up what that's for before you know if you should take some more or not. Okay. So why why can't the doctor put on the prescription, this is for knee pain, and then when then when you get it at the pharmacy, you put on for knee pain, and then when we have it here sitting in our home, we know what it's for. Well, yeah. you know what? That, that is a, a common problem, that people don't know mm-hmm. why the, they're taking yeah. those drugs. But, but just before I let the yeah. experts speak, uh, you shouldn't be, you know, if, if something is prescribed, you should take it as prescribed or uh, go to your pharmacist and get the meds check to de-prescribe it. But, you know, uh, we shouldn't be really basically self-medicating based no, no, these, on... these are things that were prescribed. Right, so you yeah, should be taking them yeah. until... Yeah, you don't always... Sometimes you take them intermittently. Oh, you know, oh. it hurts. Yeah, or. yeah. So I could see that. Like if you were prescribed an anti-inflammatory or an, like a Tylenol mm-hmm. or something, then mm-hmm. you could use it 
every day because it just says every day on it. So your point is completely valid, and pharmacists would love, love if um, the indication was written on uh, the prescription every single time. There's certainly some countries where it has to be written yeah, by the physician. Yeah. Um, but what far- your pharmacy can do is first they can do a, a meds check with you, right? So that you can go through all the medications yeah. and know what they're for. The other thing that I've seen is actually putting the indication in your label. So um, just putting like in, in right where it says the directions, they'll put yeah. in this is for knee pain or yeah. this is for your blood pressure. They'll put it right on the bottle. I've seen uh, visit, um, pharmacists do that. So you can definitely just ask the pharmacist to make that change. Okay, so I, that's where I would approach at the pharmacy when I take the prescription in. Yeah, you would just ask them if they can put the indication on the bottle. Perfect. Yep. Great. Thank you very much. No problem. Okay. Uh, that, that's a simple solution. I wish yeah. everything was that simple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, I mean, there's a lot of tricks in the trade with pharmacy, like a lot of little things that we do here and there for patients that I think nobody ever even realizes that we're doing on the back end. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I I had a medication that I I need to take a, occasionally a quarter of the pill, and and it, like it was trying for me to to split the pill in four, yeah. a small pill to begin with, and it's like lo and behold, of course we can do that for you. Yeah, of course, much yeah. easier. Yeah, yeah. Much. We have like the pill uh, uh, cutters in our pharmacy all the time, so yeah, you just have to make the request. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give the numbers out again. We do have a few more minutes left in this segment with our trusted contributor, Jaspreet Dhaliwal from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Uh, we've been talking about people who take three or more meds, people with diabetes. Um, how often should you review that? Should you review that? Um, what issues do you have arising from taking a number of medications? The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Seven forty, and uh, just uh, speaking for myself, I'm just back after a pretty nasty bout of the flu, and um, after I found out that it wasn't bacterial, okay. as, which means I couldn't get any, uh, you know, um, prescription medication for it. You know, I, I asked my pharmacist, like, what what should I take? Because this is really not not fun. Yeah, yeah, no. If um, the flu, meaning like if you had influenza, it's really debilitating. It's a, uh, it's um, very hard to get over even. But um, I, I, the good thing is that we do have the flu shot, which I know in this case seems counterintuitive because you did get the flu even though you got the flu shot. But what they say about getting the flu shot when you um, every year is that it will decrease the uh, the condition when you, if you do get it it'll decrease the problems that you have how long it is it'll decrease the chances that it will become a bigger thing where you have complications so that's the use of that flu shot vaccine that you you do have in your body um, which is why you'll be you'll be able to get over it quicker than other people would be well I, I don't doubt that for a minute I know a lot of other people do but uh, um, I I was uh, in bed for five and a half days or so. Yeah. I mean, you know, still not perfect. This thing lingers, boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, most uh, infections will have a lingering effect, um, but it's not debilitating, which is what happens if you if you um, didn't get the flu shot. It could be quite debilitating, if not cause more complications. Yeah, and the over-the-counter stuff is, uh, is uh, basically uh, ibuprofen, right? Um, for yeah, sorry. There's ibuprofen, Tylenol. There's a lot of good medications um, over the counter as well if they're right for you. Okay, uh, let's go to Brenda in North Bay. Hi, Brenda. 
Oh, hi. Sorry, I was just pulling over because I'm hands-free, but they're saying you can't hear me very well. So uh, let me okay. pull over here. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm interested in what the pharmacist thinks about CBD oil. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know what the acronym stands for. I just know it's the non-addictive component of cannabis. Yep. Um, in terms of what we think, okay, so uh, this is a whole new topic so medicinal cannabis um there's been a lot of research done with it and the good thing is that we're finding slowly that there are certain regions where um cbd oil uh will help and especially in terms of uh inflammatory conditions uh Mm -hmm. there there is a lot of there's some documentation there to say that it is actually quite good so what happens with the licensed producer so any medicinal cannabis that you get you would have to go through your doctor to get a um for him to fill out a form which is acts like a prescription that then goes to the licensed producer and then they send you the products so you could, you have varying ratios of how much CBD is in it versus right. the um, psychoactive component, which is the THC. That's what that one is called. Um, right. And so if you're truly looking for a medicinal alternative um, in terms of cannabis, usually it's never first line. It's not going to be the first medication that your physician will go to. But let's just say somebody's been using opioids for a very long time and they've tried every type of pain management out there and nothing is working. That's when CBD and THC comes into play. That's where really where it fits in. But what if you don't want to go the the medication way and you don't want to use the chemicals? Yeah. So the yeah. So if you if you don't want to use the chemical at all and you would rather yes. Uh, so I mean, like, so in terms of legalization and stuff of what's available, currently the only legal way is to go through a licensed producer and get a prescription, right? That's the only way to get it legally. Um, okay. Come this summer, uh, that you know, there, it will be available in retail um, outlets, LCBO retail outlets, um, in about forty, um, where you can purchase these products as well. The difference here with the medicinal route is we find that not every patient um, wants to buy for recreational use. They do want to use for medicinal uses, have a pharmacist involved in the conversation because sometimes even dosing here has to be really like, you know, you start slow, you're starting very low and then the pharmacist can follow up with you to see how you're feeling and adjust your doses over time. Um, so I, I think there, there is utility to it, definitely. I, I, I would recommend the medicinal route for sure because there's just, there's been studies there, there's just been like and an less contamination, like it's just been um, documented to be very, very high standard. So that's what I would recommend. How- how educated are the doctors currently and the pharmacists currently on dosing of CBD oil? Yeah, so because there's no um, real evidence out there, right? So we can just, right. we say start slow, uh, start low and go slow is basically right. what we do. Um, so we have like approximate ideas of where we should be starting. In terms of how much physicians know about it, um, that's part of what, you know, like a lot of pharmacists are trying to do right now is go into their communities and educate them, physicians on it, what possible uses there are for it. I think there's, in every community, there's one or two physicians that is uh you know, the, the go-to doctor to get medicinal cannabis because they're right. comfortable with it. It's just a matter of time that they become more comfortable with it and right. get, and then think also, 
you know, when recreational is legal, there's a lot of doctors who would want to control that, you know, would want to control what medications their patients are taking. So they will have to come up to speed with the uses of medicinal cannabis. Right. And like you said, once the use increases and there's some research material, it it will be much it'll be helpful. Yeah, for sure. And there certainly is like there certainly is uh, documentation out there where it makes sense to um, recommend medicinal cannabis. Okay, thank you so much. No problem. Okay, bye bye, Brenda. Bye. Okay, we are uh, basically out of time. Uh, what would you like to leave us with on this whole meds check issue? On the meds check issue, I would highly recommend that everybody go to their pharmacist, get a medication review on a yearly basis. Like I said before, every time I've done one or every time I've heard somebody do one, at least two issues come out, two clinically significant issues where we're following up with the physician. That's a lot. It's a lot every single time. So I would strongly recommend you go to your physicians, patients who are worried about all the prescriptions they're taking. Maybe we can do stuff. Maybe your pharmacist can do stuff with combination pills. Like, so you don't have to take as many medications. If you're having difficulties remembering what the medication is for, we can do compliance packaging. There's just so much we can do on the back end. And then we can also, we're working with your physician to make sure that your therapy is optimized. Um, so whether you're at home, um, pharmacists can come to you to do meds checks. If you're home and you can't get out, if you're on more than three medications or diabetic, we can come to your house to do it. Um, uh, or if you're in a long-term care home, you would be getting this service on almost every quarter. You would be getting a meds check done. And for those in the pharmacy, like who come to retail pharmacy, just just ask the question. Like any, if you're, not comfortable with your medications or you know you just need a, a an accurate list just just ask your pharmacist to do this to okay. provide the service Jaspreet Dhaliwal, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association thank you thank so you. much for all of that good advice thank you okay Pleasure. And that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today. Uh, Remember, Free for All Friday is coming up tomorrow. So uh, if you haven't been able to get through this week or you have some more thoughts you want to share with us, that's coming right up tomorrow. We now break for traffic and news. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.